This is Kylie, and you're listening to episode 37 of Fix Her Up. If this is your first time checking me out, thank you. I hope you find this one interesting. I'm actually kind of fascinated by it. If you've listened to other episodes and are back for more, thank you. I do hope that you're fascinated by this one too. It's kind of like my study in humanness. I like psychology. I think it's cool. It's what I do. Angela... What do you want me to call you? Do you want me to call you Ange, Angela? Whatever you normally call me, Kai. I respond to all of the things. Whatever. I mean, I call Ange? You Ange? Usually you Ange. call me Ange. Like, what do I normally call you? <laughs> Little cousin. <laughs> do you like psychology? I love it, as a matter of fact. Sociology was my favorite class in high school. You took mm-hmm. sociology in high school? I did. That's because you're 10 years younger. We didn't even have that option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very cool. So before we dive into today's episode, let me introduce my cousin, Angela. Yeah. Hello, world. I think technically you're my first cousin once removed. Something like that. Yeah, because your mom is my first cousin. Okay. So then I'm not your second cousin? No, because from what I understand, my kids are second cousins to you because it's a generation down. Oh, okay. So you're, for me, your first cousin once removed, and then your second cousins with TJ and Olivia. Got it. And you're technically second cousins with Morgan and Caitlin and all that. So your daughter and Morgan are really, like, third, because technically to Amy, you're once removed, and then Amy's kids and you are second cousins, but then... Your kids and Amy kids are like second cousins once removed or something like that. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. You kind of have to picture the graph when you do all that kind of genealogy stuff. Have you ever done that genealogy stuff? Or like ancestry and me? Mm-hmm. What'd you come up as? I never labeled it like that, though. I just put the tree, you know, mom, dad, kids, Uh this, like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your tree's huge. My tree's huge. Thank you. Here's (laughs) that. Yours like splitters out because there's so many. Yeah. I mean, how many aunts and uncles do you have? Like a gazillion? So my mom comes from 12 and my dad comes from eight. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I didn't know your dad so, came from that many. You can use your imagination with anything else that goes further from there. Right. I yeah. know that's crazy. Thank you so much for being here and welcome to my home. Thank you for having me in your beautiful home. Thank you. Mm. So to catch everybody up, Ange and I were at a party a few weeks ago and we were chatting about our lives and I had asked her how she was doing after her divorce. How long has it been since your divorce? Um, December 2019 was the Okay, so mine's mine's just a year later. Okay. And I'm pretty sure you expressed that things have been kind of tough for you lately and I wholeheartedly agreed with that. Right. So do you mind if I ask you a couple questions so people can relate to you better? Sure. Ask all the questions. Okay. So you've been divorced since December of 19. Right. How long were you married? 16 years. Oh my God, girl. Mm-hmm. You got married young. I did. I yes. was 22. Wow. Just a baby. I was bartending full time and hanging out, drinking in bars and like, what am I going to do with my life <laughs> at 22? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And you were starting a family. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. I know. Would you say to your 22 year old self now, like, wait? Or what would you say well, to your daughter? Well, it's funny because like, like... wait or not wait or... I don't know. I, I feel like there is no specific formula for anyone because people can find someone at a young age. True. And then stay with that person for the rest of their life. And I they know have several a, people my age. A beautiful is... marriage, right? Yeah. Some people wait, they date for seven years, they get married, they still end up in divorce. Some people live together first, they get divorced. Don't live together first, they get divorced. It's it's like, there really is no magic formula for it. Right. And that's, I guess, the risk that you take when you decide to go all in with someone. Yeah, for sure. I waited for a long time. I didn't get married until I was just over 40, you know? Yeah. But like my mom's mom, my grandmother, she always said to me, Live your life, have a lot of fun, and then get married. Like, I was never encouraged to get married. Yeah. There was no encouragement at all to do it. So it took me a long time to get to that point where I was like, okay, I want to be married. Yeah. And then I picked the wrong one. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like I wish that I would have ended it sooner, but at the same time, I think that I grew a lot through all the trials and tribulations yeah. in the marriage and became a person that I wouldn't have otherwise become right if I didn't endure it right I mean 
that's the that's the positive spin yeah i think as humans we kind of put ourselves through like a little bit of self-torture thinking i should have done this and i should have done that Mm -hmm. well it happened the way it was supposed to happen and that was it that's it yeah you can't say anything else about it like it happened right. the way it was supposed to happen. Yeah. Or, else... or it happened the way it happened. Right. Exactly. And it, it, nothing it will change the way it. it happened. Right. So yeah, what that, can you learn what from I mean. it? Yeah. That's what you I know? mean by it. like it happened because like that's what was going to happen. And it did. Yeah. So. But I think at the party I had mentioned to you that I find myself being pissed off at my ex. And it's the back half of 2022 and up to now through today. You know, even when we were talking a month ago, it's still, it's other shit's happened through today that has been so hard for me that I think, I find myself thinking he was supposed to be my person Mm -hmm. that I could rely on this stuff for. And I'm not saying that I can't do it on my own because clearly I'm doing it on my own and I have support and I have all of those things, you know, and I'm not poo-pooing any of that or taking any of that for granted. But I think stuff for me in the last couple years has been harder than anything in the last like five years before that. This stuff is just getting harder and harder. And so I I get pissed off at him, specifically like pissed off at him because that was supposed to be who was rooting for me on the sidelines and who was doing all the stuff and just unloading in the vicinity of not fixing my issues, even no. though he would always try to fix them. Right. But somebody to unload to. And now I have the cat and she can't answer back and, mm-hmm. you know, and I unload to my friends, but then I kind of feel like, all right, it's been a lot because I've been yeah. going through so much. I don't want to be what I think is a burden, even though all of my friends and family, they're like, you're not a burden. You're not any of these things, right. you know? So I find myself getting really pissed at him. You know, I don't regret my decision to end the marriage or anything like that there's no regret whatsoever you know and that's not my point here but I still get a little pissed yeah you know and I mean I don't know what that's about (laughs) do you experience that kind of stuff yeah I think that the thing is a romantic relationship provides something that other relationships can't provide right they're unique and so now that's missing and when you made a vow you know you said it was going to be forever Right. So for it to not last that length of time is a shocker. And then you find yourself in this place that you didn't expect to find yourself. And when it's not on account of your own actions, then like for me, I think the thing that when I feel angry, it's when there's still things in my life that he has an effect on. I don't feel my full freedom. Okay. Or I feel like he does have his full freedom. Okay. So, in other words, if I want to move to another state... You can't do that. He he can say no, which he did. Mm Mm-hmm. And then that's it, you know? Yeah. I don't have that part because I have the full freedom. Right. You know? Yeah. But that would make me so pissed. Yeah. And I mean, I get it, but it's just that I still have to consider him in certain things. Yeah. I can understand. That would be hard. The other parts, I'm more sad than angry, I guess. Okay. Yeah. For me, I get so mad about certain stuff. So I don't know what that's about. I don't doubt myself going through all this stuff. Right. You know, I'm not doubting myself at all. No, but you shouldn't um, have to. Right. It's being in the situation where if they only did the things that they said that they would do, you wouldn't be here type of deal. Yeah, that's kind of it. Like if he would have held up his part of the bargain, Mm -hmm. you know, part of the, the contract, Because it is a contract, right? Mm -hmm. If he would have done it, then I wouldn't be waking up with anxiety in the middle of the night, not not able to go back to sleep. Somebody would be like, it'll be okay. Right. You know, even though that doesn't fix anything, just somebody telling me at three in the morning, it'll be okay. Right. Because your person is personally invested in you and in the relationship, whereas the people that are supporting you are doing it almost out of um, graciousness. But it's not their obligation and they're not personally invested, you know? Yeah. We all are intertwined in a way, but also living separate lives. But when you're in a marriage, you're together. Uh It's your life as one. Right. Yeah. And that's maybe why you say, oh, you feel like a burden or, you know, you feel bad about leaning on some of the people that are your supporters. Because, you know, 
like yeah. what, I, what I just said. Yeah. And I find myself now, like I've apologized to a few people. I'm like, I'm sorry to take over the conversation. I don't mean to vent so much, you know? And they're like, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. You're going through a lot of crazy stuff right now, you yeah. know? But I still feel like it's a burden, you know? So divorce is a massive loss, you know? Mm-hmm. So anger is one of the stages, but I didn't expect to be angry still. And I'm not angry about the same stuff. Well, so it's funny because the stages don't always go in order. And then also (laughs) as you go through your layers of healing, you'll repeat them, you know, until it's fully healed. And you know what? I mean, the truth of the matter is that some things we just carry with us always. Yeah, probably. You know, that's just life, even in our physical body. Yeah. Sometimes you get into an accident or something happens and... You'll have a limp for the rest of your life or right. a scar here or there. Right. Or... Well, your body stores trauma, right? Right. Yeah. I actually am working on an episode with a friend of mine and it's going to be about trauma release because she's done a lot of work on trauma release and I actually bought a book about it, but I want to dive into that with her Yeah. because I'm just like, I'm sure there's lots of stuff that people hold on to, like their body remembers it, mm-hmm. you know? I'm assuming you know more about stages of grief. You've gone through some big losses that I haven't had to deal with as much of that. I apologize for your losses. Thanks. Have you familiarized yourself with stages of grief? Or is it just what you've experienced yourself? It's like, for me, I've been in the middle of it while also scrambling through life. So to actually pause, to take a look at it, I haven't really had a lot of opportunity to do that like to pause and reflect yeah even just recently I said to myself okay now I've kind of reached this goal I'm at this place maybe I can stop now and start journaling and looking at some of these things okay you know so I started reading this book whole again okay and I'm hoping that'll help me unlock some of the things but do you like it the book so far yeah Mm -hmm. who wrote it do you know I don't, but I can send it to you. Okay. It was I'll called a... Whole Again? Yeah. Okay. We'll look it up. We'll tag it and that stuff. Yeah. So is it a book that kind of makes you prompts and journal and yes. pushes you to do stuff like that? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff I've been focusing on this year too. Right. Yeah. You know? Got my little highlighter highlighting. <laughs> I'm like, what am I not highlighting? No, right. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I guess I don't think about the different layers of the healing I just think, oh, I got over that part and I'm done with it. (laughs) Yeah. And then I find myself going back and like, wait a second. I mean, I understand it's not linear. You know, nothing in life is linear. Yeah. Right. But. But you talked about acceptance being one of the stages and. Yeah. We did go to a grief group. I took the kids. They had that at the hospital. Okay. And they separated us. So I don't know how it was for them. They had these animals. They Mm -hmm. would bring therapy dogs, I Mm -hmm. guess you could say. And I thought that would be helpful for my daughter, but they talked about the stages and people would mention where they were at and Mm -hmm. what are they struggling, which are they struggling through, Right. how depression can be covering up anger. Uh And so it comes out as depression. Okay. So I think I get stuck in functional depression, (laughs) if that makes sense. I call it low-key depression. (laughs) I think I'm always just a little bit depressed, but I'm high-functioning as a person. Yes, the same with me. So if you look at me, you'd never guess that sometimes I just burst out in tears for five minutes with the cat. Yeah. You know, and then I'm like, okay, I got to go to the farmer's market. I got to go do laundry and I got to go do this. And yeah, like I just let it through for five minutes and then I just keep going, you know? Yeah. And mine is even... I think a layer lower than that where I don't even really cry much. I feel the heaviness, Uh the pull down, you know? Okay. It exhausts me sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's a lot. You know, sometimes I just like want to take a lot of naps too. Oh, same. Yeah. A hundred percent. But then I like, I, you know, I think talking to yourself helps. Mm-hmm. I, I talk to myself you know, and I talk to myself in several I'm different languages. I'm crazy. Lang- so I've always been talking to myself. I talk to myself in several different languages. <laughs> I do. I'm like, rrr, rrr, rrr. and it's a little Romanian, a little English, yeah. a little Spanish. It all just comes out. Yeah. But I find myself, I, I don't even know it. Sometimes when I'm doing it, but I just say, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, get, I just get your shit together, Kylie. It'll be yeah. fine. This will be okay. Yeah cry after your meeting yeah <laughs> or whatever 
Right. Or everything is okay. You know, yes. that's another thing. Like I, I tried to switch it to that. That's, that's like it. Ange, everything is okay. Everything's okay. You're like, you know, you're in this moment. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Or when I go outside, I'll look up at the sky and I guess I just imagine all of the stuff being behind me, uh-huh. you know, and me being, I'm okay. I'm yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you work on visualization. Yeah. Yeah. So have you found through your dealing with the divorce process, have you found that your anger has changed? Were you really angry at the beginning? Because who initiated yours? I don't know. I mean, if you don't want to get into all these details. No, that's fine. That's why we're here, right? I can guarantee you he's never going to hear this. (laughs) My ex. Kylie, you can't guarantee it. (laughs) No, you're right. I can't guarantee it, but I doubt yours will hear this. You know, it's such a mixture of emotion because when you look at someone, you know, people are so multifaceted and there's many different parts to a person and there's parts that you love and there's parts that you're going to grieve missing, which I still do. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other parts that are not sustainable for life. Right. (laughs) You're like, how do I put this gently? (laughs) And so it was... When you think of the roller coaster of a certain type of relationship, uh-huh. and we were on an up at this spot when I came to help take care of my dad. Uh-huh. And so it's hard to say because I was dealing with a lot of different major life changes at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, your dad was ill for a long time. Right. And yeah. so knowing that his end, you know, we were always waiting for that when to happen because everyone was like, right. oh, it's probably going to be next month. Oh, wow. Right. He made it through that. Whoa. Now another, you know, this, right. it just kept dragging out like that. Yeah. He battled for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. He really did. But it would get harder and harder. Right. Every year he declined more. Right. I did not expect my marriage to crumble at that at time that, when I yeah. needed him the most. Yeah. That time So that was, was the hard, really... that was really painful. That really hurt. And I was alone. Yeah. So to deal with it in real time and then also to think about like, wow, where's the person that loves me? Right. Um, I think I would have exploded at yeah. him. I would have. I would have been like, you can't wait. This can't wait. Yeah. Or but if this I was, had to be done, I was out you couldn't of, have done it before. Right. You know? But I was out of explosions. Yeah, you know? that's and I true. And I was so... T- I was so tired of exploding, just tired, period. I was so tired all the time. I was going to school. I was working. I was taking care of the three kids by myself. I was taking care of my dad, who I knew was dying. Yeah. I moved out of my house. I changed the kids' schools. I was doing all these logistical things. I couldn't wrap my mind around a lot of everything that was happening. Yeah. And even in having conversations with him during that time, I said, listen, I, I actually can't handle this right now. Yeah. I can't deal with it and so I have to put it on the shelf Uh for right now to pick it up later and he said well you know you can't do that and I said well actually I can and and I have to because that's the only way I can get through I reached my max my max emotionally my stress level all of it I was at my max Uh so I just needed to get through each day and that's what I did I just got through each day but through that you know he had decided that we were going to be divorced. Wow. But he didn't reveal that to me until later. So he lived his life as though he As though were, he was, divo- he was yeah, divorced. Right. Wow. Before we were... And then having to play catch up with that and cope with that. The parts that I mostly got angry with were the you know, feeling like he could have been more decent about it. Yeah, like he could have been a better person. Yes. No, I don't mean like, <laughs> that's not what I mean. I just mean, I don't know. I wish he would have been more considerate of my feelings, yes. seeing as how I'm I mean. the mother of his children yeah. and his, you know, supposed life partner, wife. Right. You were his wife. Right. And yeah, I was angry about that stuff at the beginning. How could you have done that to me when you were supposed to love me unconditionally and more than ever and more than anybody and I treated you better and all of those things, well, then how come I wasn't treated well? If those things were true, then how come it ended the way it ended? And and the habits that were there and the patterns that were there. So that's what I was angry at for a long time at the beginning. But now I'm kind of calmer about the anger. It's more like I need somebody in the middle of the night and it was supposed to be him and he's not here. Yeah. You know, 
So it's a calmer anger, but it's still there. Yeah. And maybe, as you said, maybe it'll just be there. Yeah. I mean, I've had to say things, like how we talk about talking to ourselves. I forgive you. You know, Mm -hmm. I choose to forgive you. I choose to forgive you. And I just pray, you know, God help my emotions catch up to my decision to forgive. Uh Because you could choose to do something and not have your heart in it. And I kind of felt like that was it, but I knew that it was a necessary thing. Your heart has to be there. Yeah. And so I think that it has caught up, Okay. you know, for the most part. So I try to focus on the good that was there for him. And Mm -hmm. then just saying to myself, I I can't understand everything. Right. And so I can't understand, and I'm not going to try to figure it out anymore. I don't try to figure it out anymore. Right. I just put it in the mystery bucket Uh that goes in the mystery bucket. (laughs) And it's hard because I naturally want to figure everything out in life all the time. Uh You know, I I ask a million questions. I'm so annoying. You know, know. (laughs) like I want to unpack everything. I want to understand it. I always want to understand everything. Same girl. Whatever the subject is, you know, well, why does this happen though? And then what is this affecting though? And then, you know what I mean? How can we make sure that this doesn't happen again? If it was a bad result, like, yeah, get through that before and. And there's a lot to why we do that. Yeah. But anyway, so I do that. And then I just, you know, I I hope that his life is blessed. I hope that he is happy and all of that. Sometimes I curse underneath my breath. (laughs) I'm like, Yeah. But it is tough because he's married again. Mm -hmm. You know, now he did marry her. Oh, Oh, okay. And they have a nice house and a really nice life. So that's great. Do you think they really do, though? Uh, One can never know. (laughs) Right? Very true. That's what I, I've said for a long time. You do not know what happens behind closed doors. Like yeah. nobody ever really knows what happens behind but, closed But not doors. that I would even want that. Why? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you want him to be happy and you want him to have a good life because it's obviously going to affect the kids. Right. You know, and yeah, same. I want him to be happy. Yeah. You know? And that's what I said during a lot of the, the breakdown of ours was you deserve to have somebody who wants to be with you and, and is in love with you. And I deserve the same. And that's just not us anymore. You know, it took him a long time to get his head wrapped around that. But he, I think he is there. Like he's told me since that he's there and he understands why I kept saying that for nine months straight. Yeah. You know, because I would just say Because you initiated thing. the divorce. Yes. And for us, uh, it was kind of both. Okay. In a way. He filed... You knew, but well, I found a lawyer. Okay. We just used one lawyer. Okay. Yeah, I, I wanted no nothing complicated, no trouble. So yours wasn't like crazy messy or anything. No, no, and, we both yeah. wanted it to be amicable, mm-hmm. and I just my main thing was wanting the kids mm-hmm. to be okay. Yeah, and so I just kind of didn't fight for anything. I just let him have the house. We had three vehicles. One was his work vehicle, and then one was his personal vehicle. I just kept my personal vehicle. And then you and just kind of, you know, he did take away. the debt because it was all his. Okay. You know, none of it was mine. Okay. And on that note, I don't even know how much there was. We skipped the financial discovery portion. Okay. And um, I just took a little lump sum for the house. And okay. So you got that. like. There was some equity. You got mm. your part of it or whatever it was. and We just decided. He just said, this is how much I can give you. And okay. I said, okay. All right. So yours was easy because you didn't fight. You fought for a certain right. thing and yeah. that was it. There was no way right. that at that time I could you handle, handle the, any, all of the other any fighting or yeah. any more stress. Yeah. So I just settled in my mind that I'm starting over mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, as but there far were as the things grand... that, that that made me angry through it, of course. Yes. Um, yeah. That were unnecessary. Yeah, that but, I think that unfortunately but, 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 that happens. But then it's like, well, no wonder that we're not continuing our relationship. Okay. And it gave me peace. Like, why would I want to be with someone that would behave that way? Right. Yeah. Do you find yourself? Um, have you ever thought that? Like, sometimes I feel like, is, is this little angry part stopping me from moving on? You know, and I don't think, I mean, I'm dating and I've been dating for a while. And now, you know, I have some people that I would like to seriously date and see what happens, you know. 
But um, so I don't think it's like you're like totally smiling at me across, across the table. <laughs> Sounds spicy. <laughs> a little spicy. So I don't want the anger part to hold me back. Yeah. You know, but well, I think it's kind of, I've heard that holding on to like some anger. I actually have a book right here called How to Hold a Grudge. Oh. I haven't read it yet, but it was recommended I'll have to give that by a, a friend. It's by Sophie Hannah. Okay. And it's kind of like you use that little bit to fuel your fire to do other things. So that reminds me of a book called The Gift of Fear. Have you ever read that book? No. It's a good one. Okay. I recommend that one. And no, I don't know the author because I'm bad <laughs> with names. <laughs> I'm bad about authors' names too. And uh, I'm like, this book was great, but I can't remember who wrote it. But I can send it to you again. But for me, and it's funny because you're talking about anger being the thing that would hold you back from starting an, another real yeah. relationship. Yeah. Where for me, I think it would be fear. But you've gotten through it. I know, but that doesn't mean I want to go through it again. Very true. <laughs> you know, but I want the next advanced... relationship to be great, peaceful. The thing that, you know, to have the parts that we're missing or, or what have you. You know, sometimes you don't see things coming. And in our relationship, like right when we got married, changed like that, you know? Really? Yeah. And so I think that for me, it's like, ooh, I don't want to spend a large amount of time in something again Mm -hmm. that's not going to last. How long did you Especially with the age that we are, you know? Right. How long did you guys date before you were married, though? Well, we were friends for nine months first. Okay. And then we spent time apart for like a year. Okay. Um, And then after that, we decided to start dating. And we, that was probably, maybe that was the thing. Because we we only dated, because we already had known each other previously. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we had to get to know each other. Right. You weren't strangers. Right. So we dated for a couple months. Then he proposed on that Thanksgiving. And then, I mean, the rest of the time it was like, planning the wedding six months later we got married wow okay yeah. so that's fast and yeah. you're young and I was young yeah yeah and I, I thought to myself oh I know what I want and I felt right. like I had already put oh like a lot of the stage that the like we were talking about most of the other people our age were doing things that I had already done mm-hmm. and been kind of like over right you know right I'd done that whole scene and all that right I grew up fast yeah type of deal and yeah. now I was ready for the next stage but I was ready for a job in the big city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that, you think that, like, I would think, I mean, at 22, there was no way I knew what I wanted, but also I was like entering therapy and okay, yeah, I got to deal with this stuff, you know? Yeah. So, and again, as I said earlier, it was not encouraged in my family. Right. Growing up, it was not encouraged to be married. There was not a lot of Understandably examples. so. Yes, yes, exactly. So I came from a different mindset of it. So I'm trying to say now you want it to be great, but you're coming at it from a totally different perspective of who you are. Right. So I think that, like for me, I think we make wiser decisions as you're older. So I think if you get to the stage where you meet somebody that you're seriously dating and you want to be with, I think you'll have a a completely different experience because you're a completely different person and what you want out of it is completely different, you know? Right. So don't be afraid, girl. (laughs) I've dipped my toes in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I do kind of, I did tell somebody last week, he asked me and I was, he's like, you know, would you get married again? I'm like, I don't think so. Like I would want to own a duplex and live semi separately and just be together for a long time, but not actually be married. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand that you need the power of attorney when somebody gets sick and you need all those things and you can put that all into place, you know? True. So you can get that all squared away. Yeah. So, and I know people, I have friends whose parents have been with their partners for 30 years and they've never married. Mm-hmm. Like they both had bad divorces, bad yeah. marriages, and somebody died or something happens, and uh, right, and so they neither one of them wanted to get married again. Yeah, but they've had this wonderful relationship since. Yeah, so that's kind of what I picture for me. Right, I'm not sure what I 
picture for myself, 100%. But I, I do, like, see my parents, you know, they had their marriage all the way till the end. Yeah, there. I mean, a long time. And I wouldn't want my past relationship to rob me of anything at all. Yeah. So I will never close the door to the possibility of marriage. You know, it's not going to be that relationship. Right. So I don't want to sell myself short. Yeah. Yeah. So you said your ex is married. Yes. Okay. And do you know her well or not no, know her? No. no. Have you ever met her? I've met her maybe two times. Oh, that's it? Yes. And it was oh. very brief. We are very separate. I we, think We that's... don't communicate unless There's... we absolutely have to. Is there We're not, cordial now, you know? Is there not, so not a lot of like co-parenting going no. on, that concept of co-parenting? I really tried very hard in the beginning, but sometimes if there's something serious that comes up, we'll discuss it. But no. beyond that, no, not really. So do you think that after your youngest is done with high school and out of college and all those things, do you really think you'll have any contact except for the big life events? No, and it's pretty much like that now. Yeah. We don't have any contact unless there's a big life event. And even then, you know, there's certain things that you would have thought Yeah. I would have seen him at. Oh, oh, and, and not there. Right. Oh, okay. He did well. come to my father's wake, though, which I really appreciated. That's good. That would have been pissy. That was good of him to do. Yeah. Because, nothing you know, else, my, my father nothing else for the kids, really too. taught him a lot yeah. in life showed him how to do certain skills and Mike had a love for him. Mm-hmm. So it was the right thing to do. That's and he, good. and he gave me a hug, you yeah. know, which was appropriate. Yeah, for sure. For sure. If I, you know, if something like that happened and I didn't see Mark, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Do you find yourself sometimes, I still find myself going, Oh, I should call him and say blah, blah, blah. Or it's something I want to say. Like, you won't believe what I saw or whatever. Sometimes, oh, right. Sometimes Some... we still do that. Absolutely. But he called me randomly and I was in the car with Ian going to Sunday dinner. And he called me. He's like, you won't believe what I just saw on Instagram. And I was like, oh, my God, what? Right. Because <laughs> then I know it's something that I would appreciate if right. he's calling to say that to me. Yeah. So I was like, oh, let me look. You and know? it's what you're used to, you know? Yeah. Or there's certain jokes that only that person would get. Right. Yes, for sure. And it's like, oh, you don't really have that person to share that, that with yeah. anymore. Yeah. So that's kind of weird. But I think it dissipates in time. Yeah. It's less now than yeah. it was before. For me too. Yeah. Well, definitely less. But yeah, he definitely called me and said, you won't believe what I just saw, blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Know? Or if something happens with one of your common people. Yes. You know? Yeah, and he does that too. Like, oh, like this person died, or oh, you know. He's really good about that. And he'll say, hey, something happened here. And I know you don't go on Facebook, so reach out. Because I don't really go on Facebook very much anymore, except for the podcast. Okay. So, and he's much more active on socials. So he'll tell me, and then I'll be like, okay, thanks for the heads up, you know? Yeah. And then sometimes he gets a little angry with me because I'm not telling him things, but it's not about people it's just kind of more about family stuff where i'm like sorry like i'm trying it was a package deal yeah <laughs> right yeah yeah for sure <laughs> so were you angry when he got remarried or were you like thankfully i wasn't angry but were you I, shocked I, I, yes but again you've been divorced for like three years now right so, so almost four but they were already together at that point when you got divorced yeah Oh, I would have been pissed. <laughs> I really was. Just also mainly because of the way he went about it. Um, the timing? He introduced the kids to her without talking to me about it first. So it was a big oh, shocker. No. And oh. we weren't divorced. Oh. So that was. Did the kids tell you? How did yeah, you... they came bounding through the door. We met daddy's girlfriend today. Oh. They had like a whole day of it. Like it was like the meet day. You know, they went downtown and stuff like that. And so really quickly i had to process through that in a matter of seconds right so you because don't like... i'm like how do i respond what do i say wait what you know my face would have been like i don't even know what my face would have i been excused like. myself yeah i said oh my gosh i said wow okay i'll be right back and i, I went in my room because i'm, I'm mortified right happened? now for you what just happened you know and then the other 
hard one for me was her moving into our house. Oh boy. That was a toughie. That yeah, was a, that, that would was be... a that was a real toughie. Yeah. Because shh, don't tell anyone, but I'm kind of sentimental. And then <laughs> when... Okay, nobody will know. <laughs> it's our secret. So you would think of things like, Wow, she's in our bed. That's kind of or you know on the couch where i breastfed my children or in the rocking chair where i read them books at night or just like it just was very weird to me that yeah and then for me to walk into our house as the guest yeah because it's no longer your house it's now her house oh i never even thought of it like that oh sorry (laughs) well when i would drop the kids off let's say i had to because you know it was a drive i'd use the bathroom really fast oh yeah of course you know and then she would be oh i'm sorry it's a mess and Mm. i just would think that's not the thing i'm gonna judge you but okay (laughs) yeah i'm not Um, worried about the best girl (laughs) anyway um so yeah no i've only met her a couple times and wow yeah. The but they, first... they don't live there anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. So you don't have to see that constant reminder. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I mean, the first time I found out about my ex's girlfriend, a, a mutual friend told me, and just put it out there so it would get out of, like, so the elephant would be dealt with, you know? And then I was like, oh, okay. And I just kind of processed it in two seconds, and it was fine. And then I got to my car and exploded. And then I called a couple people frantically, like frantically. Oh my God, can you believe this? And blah, 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 blah. And this, and I was just kind of frantic for like five minutes. And then I went, I went, semi went down the rabbit hole. Cause I was like, did this happen? Did this start while he was still living in my house and I was still paying for stuff. And while we weren't divorced yet, mm-hmm. you know, And my therapist, like, I went down this rabbit hole for two days. And she's like, what are you doing? She's like, does it matter? I'm like, no, actually, it doesn't. She's like, you need to find her name and phone number and send her flowers. That's (laughs) what she said. Wow. She's like, you need to send her flowers because he stopped asking you to get back together when he started dating her. And I was like, oh, yes, that's what happened. You know, yes, okay, all right, I, I should be happy. You know, she's like, it doesn't change what you decided and what you did. So be happy for him and deal with your own shit. Don't go down that rabbit hole. You're just putting yourself through something for no reason. I was like, okay, okay. Right. But that was like a weird, like it yeah. was, a, I mean, it was a shock to me. Yeah. You know? So one thing that I did not do when I found out about everything, I totally put it away from me. I never looked up his Facebook uh-huh. Because then, you know, at that point, like, he unfriended me and blocked me. I'm like, how do yeah. you unfriend your wife? That's so weird, but okay. Yeah, that is kind of um, weird. Yeah, I, I have, I didn't search for things, but my friends were calling and telling yeah. me. And I would tell them, stop, don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I'm living my life. Right. That is something somewhere else, to- totally separate from me. It's not going to affect me. I'm not going to allow it to affect me. Yeah. So I didn't, I never looked up her Facebook to this day. Okay, never. well, that's good. That's I've, a good way to deal with it. I've never, like, searched her out. Right. None of that, or him, or any of that. Right. At all. Someone wanted to show me, because I guess he does something on YouTube or Oh, whatever. okay. Uh, he did, like, a couple of stand-up bits. Okay. Someone wanted to show it to me, and I'm like, I don't want to see it. Don't show it to me. It's, right. It has nothing to do with my life. Okay. You know? Yeah. So Yeah, I don't go searching for that stuff. I had some people show me and tell me, and then I think... I was blocked from seeing certain posts for a long time because I'd be like, I don't see that post. Mm -hmm. You know, my friends are like, oh, but some of my friends were keeping tabs and I was like, you don't have to, you know, other friends are like, they're going to unfriend him as fast as possible, you know? But so yeah, like when I first found out about his girlfriend, that's when somebody's like, okay, her, you know, like this is what she looks like. And then one of my friends is like, oh my God, it could be you. You could be related. And I have since met her. And I met her at an event, like a major event. And he was trying to keep me from going to that event. And so I went around him and went to Mama One and said, I want to be there. I should be there. I am the stepmom. And I was involved in the kids' lives for 10 years. Yeah. And, you know, I need to be there. And she was like, 
absolutely, here's the information. And then he called and said, oh, we decided to, to include everybody. I was like, good, because I'm a stepmom. And I will always be. So, and she's lovely. I've met her, so I've seen her a few times. And she's very nice. You know, he definitely has a type, which is funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. We mentioned what that type was earlier. Yeah. I mean, so is she like you? You have so much in common. You guys are so much the same. You guys could be really good friends. You should try to become friends with her. Oh, so, that's so cute. Sweet. So sweet of you, like, she, she like has a similar style and like music and stuff. I'm like, no one has the same style as me. And, you know? <laughs> You're like, I am unique. Uh, but yeah. Oh, he's, so that he's was kind of sweet. Who, the, the kids? Well, they yeah. don't understand. Yeah. They know what I mean. They're sweet. Yeah, for sure. And I was like, well, that's nice. Like, do you think you guys could be friends? I'm like, um, I don't think so. Not right now. Why? Mm, right. That's, uh. And what do you say? And I don't remember. Yeah. This was, this happened so long ago. Right. We just don't have that kind of relationship or. Yeah. Something like that. I would be like, well, it's not necessary that you have to be friends with everybody. It's okay. I would say something like that. I can't remember how I, I might have said something like, I have a lot of friends, or I don't remember, but in a way to not, Make you know. it awkward and weird. Yeah. And he was little. Mm-hmm. So. And then I remember them saying, like, you know, should we call her mom and, and stuff like that? So what did they call her? Not mom. I mean, I'm mama too, and that was decided I before. I told them one way or the other what to do and as, as far as that subject goes. Okay. Um, I can't imagine that your ex- asked what you thought about it either no yeah no of course not so uh as far as i know no no they don't call her that do they call her by her name or or i think so or was her was the house like our household was you do not call adults by their first names even though i was raised by just calling adults by first names except for my parents you know so how i do it i don't know how mike does it because everything is totally different now mm-hmm. than it was when we were raising the kids together but we would do last names or if they're going to say the person's first name they throw a miss in front of it that's like how we were miss too. leslie right or, so know, i was miss or Kylie. Auntie, depending mm-hmm. on how close the relationship the person okay is you know to us yeah that's how it was with us i was miss kylie and then we discussed it we discussed it with um mama one and then i was like well what do we want to change it to once we get married. And then the kids came up with Mama 2 yeah. and Mama 1. And I mean, I think so it's that's different how too. Because those we, kids... we involved everybody in the decision. Yours were younger. Yeah. Also when you came into the picture. Yes. Yeah. Whereas, they were younger. I mean, my kids are now all teenagers. Right. So, so they were older. That would be, how do you. Yeah. It's kind of weird. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they call his girlfriend now. I don't know because they're teenagers. Right. You know. So, yeah, it's a little bit different. Interesting. Yeah. Definitely not mom, though, for sure. Huh. You should ask him one day. No. You're like, I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Again, it doesn't affect my life. No, it doesn't. Yeah. You know, they call yeah. me mom or bra or thug. <laughs> right. Hilarious. David came up to the... I was sitting in the car outside the house the other day, and he comes up to the car, opens the door, and he's like... Sup, thug. Thug? <laughs> yes. You're like, nothing, bruh. Right. I, I call Anna baby gangster. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. They're that's, a lot of fun. That's cute. Yeah, they're good kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Where's the oldest? So the oldest graduated. Graduates next, this coming year. So he'll be a senior this year. Oh, I thought he graduated. Okay. No. I didn't realize. I thought he was the same age as Olivia. Okay, you're younger. Yeah, excited David's... for excited for senior year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's a thinking about what's next for sure. Okay. Yeah, he's been in the engineering program oh, at his school like nice. uh, the, the, all four. Was it all four years? I can't remember because like the first year of high school was during the pandemic. The oh, beginning. right. So so there wasn't a lot different. of being at school. Right. So I don't think they did it. Uh, but so he's thinking about that. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, your ex is very mechanically inclined. He is. You know? They, and, they do have a lot of common... Very, and you are very clinically, like, 
I mean, you're a nurse, so it's a science base for sure. Right. He does have a lot of the same interests as his father. Mm-hmm. They both are musicians. They're both interested not only in that, but sound uh-huh. itself, like sound engineering. Oh. And so Mikey, my oldest, has a band. And so I can pay him to come and edit stuff for me on the podcast? Yes, actually. Yeah, th- yeah, that would be great. He has a whole program because he does record mm-hmm. and um, edit his music and okay. the band's music. Um, and then he likes to work out just like his father. Okay. Um, so they have a, they're, they're like friends. That's nice. Yeah, that's definitely. Nice, for sure. That's, that's a good relationship. You want your kids to have relationships with their father. Right, absolutely. Yeah, that's nice. That's really nice. So do you have, I don't know, we've kind of gone off script, but we've kind of just went where it went, which right. is great, like, which, is what Let it we, flow. which is what we anticipated. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to read this book, How to Hold a Grudge, and then I'll, I'll let you know. Like, if and I then can. you'll pass it to me and I'll yeah, pass it back? I'll, I'll pass it over to you and okay. let you know. You can get your own little spin on it and maybe take this, these little bits of anger. Because yeah, I still, and maybe I always will feel that way. Well, I mean, anger is a part of life, right? Just right. like all the other emotions. Very true. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not usually a big, like, I'm not an explosive. I yell in traffic. I'm not like a road rager. <laughs> I'm not a road rager at people. But right. I'm always talking to my friend Kevin when I'm driving somewhere. That's just, mm-hmm. I'm, that's where I talk on the phone is when I'm in the car going to the far suburbs dealing with all the crap with my mom, you know? Yes. So um, I do a lot of phone calls. And it is a lot of like, what the fuck? I mean, put on your damn, what the can you can you please drive like yeah and it's just exploding to myself and it, it's at that level it's not like yelling or shouting or under uh-huh. my breath I'm like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll yell in the car for sure yeah, yeah that's and I mean I bring my personality my... into the car with me I suppose I'm a bit of an aggressive driver but safe I'm a safe aggressive driver so am I and of course there's certain but types you... that really get under my skin right. on the road right. right do not go in the left lane and go slow Oh, don't do it. Yeah. That drives me crazy. <gasps> yeah. I'm a very safe, aggressive driver, but I think growing up in the city, you have to be aggressive or you Makes, will never yeah, get anywhere. Absolutely. You mm-hmm. know, like, so that to me, it's just the mindset of being in the city. Right. I mean, we're not we're like skilled, we're, right, skilled, we're drivers. skilled drivers, you know, but yeah, there's definitely like people who stop at stop signs all the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If there is not somebody crossing the sidewalk or somebody else that is in the stop sign or a cop, what? I mean, you go down to 10, maybe, but look around, keep going. Who's going to stop? Why would you stop? Mm-hmm. It's like the most offensive thing you can do to me. Or the people is who stop for no in. reason. Stop controlling my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? Like, come on, people. You know, they get mad when somebody drives like that next to them, but they still do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the stuff that, like, kind of get a little explosive. But, yeah, I'm not, like, a generally angry person, you know? It's not who I am. So I just have these little bits, and sometimes it's towards my ex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Right. But you're moving up. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I'm dating and trying to move on, and we'll see how all of those things go. Sounds or, like fun. I don't know. Okay. Sounds like fun. So far it is. So far, it is. <laughs> so, thank you so much for coming to my house and coming all the way up north. And oh, you're welcome, Kai. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. And now, after this, we're going to go to the beach. Wahoo! I know. When's the last time you went to the beach? I don't remember. I usually go every year. Last Did, summer uh-huh. was the first summer that I couldn't fit it in anywhere. I just couldn't find the time. Right. Because I was in school too. Right. Right. Yeah. And that, working. Yeah. All that. So not this summer yet. So first time for the summer. Yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah. I don't actually like go. I mean, I go to the beach all the time, but I just go and walk on the beach yeah. and then I'll go home. Like I don't actually like go into the water. For, I can't yeah. tell you the last time I went into the water. Well, Probably I, when the kids were little. I love water. Water is very I do soothing too. I for just, me. I like I don't to be go around into the it. Lake very much. I like to look at it. Right. I like to hear it. Right. I like to get in it. So I'm hopefully a big my next. Uh, me too. Yes. Yes. Like you, well, when I want to have my list of what do I want for like the place that I'm going to live in my dream house or whatever. Definitely a hot tub is part of that. Yes. Having a nice whirlpool bath is part of that. Being near a body of water of some sort. Yes. Is part of it. So having an outdoor shower would be amazing. I know. That would be so nice, wouldn't right? it? Yes, yes. Yes. That's like pretty cool to yeah, be in nature can... and just, yeah. Yeah. Love it. We could be neighbors. Okay. We could share outdoor showers. Sure. I could totally do it. 
Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big, like, well, obviously, you know, I'm right here and I've been up here for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I just like to go and hear it and see it and feel it, you know. Yes, it's a good so, energy. It is. It's a, it's a very good energy. I like it. Like, calms me, calms my shit down. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're going to go do that together. I, I know. Love it. It's very exciting. Yeah, we have plenty of time, too. That's only two o'clock. Perfect. Yeah. Let's I go be- get burnt. I, I built in the time, girl. I built the day. Let's fix so. this. Let's fix this. <laughs> Look at my. Look, your, your, your spray tan's fine. Nice. <laughs> it's foam, Kylie. It's foam. Okay. Yeah, I don't, even, I don't even know. Like, I always, when I'm shaving my legs, I always miss, like, a whole line of something. <laughs> I can't imagine putting that foam stuff on. I'd be striped. Uh-huh. You'd be like me? <laughs> you don't look striped to me. <laughs> I don't see it at all. Like, seriously, no. It this does. All white right that's here. just how, that's how I tan, though. Like, do you ever tan evenly? I look dirty. Take a bath, Angela. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're you're acting as if you tanned evenly all the time. I don't look at me. I mean, this is how I tan. Like, I've got massive farmer tan. I've got right. You never knew that this was tan. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I tan striped anyways normally, so (laughs) I don't see what you're. Oh, now your arm looks a little bit different. (laughs) When you put it next to your belly, for Uh sure. (laughs) My belly looks like great white. Not, you know. Well, we should not do, the we size, should but the, the whiteness Remember of the 80s it. Remember the days we used to do this yeah. with our shirts? Yeah, when you pull outside, it. so we can go get tan. For sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for doing the episode. Thanks for listening, fans. Yay! So, if you like this episode, please hit the thumbs up, subscribe, tell your friends, and write me a review. If you'd like to get a hold of me, my socials are mkylied, and I actually have Instagram now for Fixer Up. It's fix.her.up. So please follow me. My email is fixherup01 at gmail.com. My voicemail is 773-236-1112. And my website is www.fixherup.net. Thanks again for working through this with me. I'd love some comments and suggestions on this one. So, you know, if you find yourself a little angry, little things to how to deal with it better, or maybe I can just not. I don't know. Take care, Pupich. See you in a couple weeks.